morning, good afternoon, and good evening. My name is Adam, and today I'm talking to myself, and I wanted to talk to me and all of you, whoever may be listening, about the day that I had just a few days ago. Now, as of this recording, it is the 24th, actually the day before this episode will go up, because I scrambled everything to re-record this episode, because, well, it's a long story. Anyway, um... Actually, I'll just tell it real quick. It's not as long as I realized it was. Earlier this week, well, last week technically, uh, on Friday, November 20th, I believe the day was, I participated in a 24-hour live stream with people from all over the place to raise money for the Extra Life charity that supports um, the Children's Miracle Network. And right, like the day before we went on, I recorded an episode that's going to share the same title as this one about how I was feeling going into it. But I talked so much about what our successes might be that I was really unsure if I wanted to leave the episode up because I thought maybe instead of releasing an episode that would come after the event but was recorded before the event might be a little weird. So I decided to just re-record it after the event. That way I know exactly what happened. Um, so here I am. Um, so you won't ever hear that other episode because it was just me rambling about things that I was unsure about most of the time. And as entertaining as you think that might be, it was a little incoherent. <laughs> so um, anyway, uh, so here I am recording this episode and I wanted to kind of talk about what we accomplished uh, at this event and kind of how we got there. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Extra Life is a an organization that essentially uh, has found a way for gamers to raise money for charity through streaming live the games that they're playing. And like a big staple of their um, of their brand, let's call it, is that they, um, like a lot of people, they have, I think what they call game day, where I think it's the 7th of November, if I, I may be wrong. But on like, like, I think the first Saturday of the month, they encourage everyone to do a 24-hour live stream. Anybody who's participating to do a 24-hour live stream that day. However, you don't have to do 24 hours. You can do it however long that you want, whatever day that you want. It doesn't have to be on game day. And uh, so that's kind of the gist of it is that you play video games to raise money for charity. Um, and, you know, it gives a lot of people who might not know how to go about doing that an easy way to help the community and help local hospitals and things they can choose which hospitals or which practices gets the uh the money or whatever um so that's kind of the 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 gist of it for people who don't who don't know what that means so uh i'd say right like the couple days before the actual game day um you know i had seen that it was going on i was trying to think oh who might i watch or whatever and then I saw somebody on my Twitter feed. Uh, he goes by Average Joe. He just said, oh, I just donated $10 to Extra Life. And I just responded to him and I said, oh, that's really cool. I think Extra Life is such a nice charity, um, you know. And he responds back, hey, you should do one. And at the time I said, uh, no, that's crazy. I don't know any... You know, I don't know how to do that. I don't wouldn't even know how to do it. And I said, I don't have the audience. You know, no one would watch that. Uh, and he says, oh, you should try it anyway. And so I said, yeah, okay, maybe I'll think about it. And then so a couple days passed. Um, and at that time, I was in a Discord chat. And if you don't know, Discord is just another 
kind of specialized chat interface that people use to coordinate, to play games, to set up conferences, whatever. It's just a different, uh, just a different interface. And then, um, you know, and I'd been thinking for a while, I thought, all right, well, I know I wouldn't be able to do this on my own. I don't know what I'm doing. And I said, but if I had a few people that kind of had some interest in it, maybe we could get something together. Uh, and I was thinking about doing it and I was going to make my own little chat aside from everything else. I was like, okay, I'm just going to, you know, because the channel that I was in, this, this chat, let's call it, already had like a little community in it based around somebody else that made it, right? But then this person at the, you know, I was afraid that if I started asking people to come and join it, that this person would think that I was taking people from his community to build my own. And I didn't want to rub anybody the wrong way. I, I enjoyed everybody there. So I decided just to ax the idea and said, you know what? There's always next year. But then, you know, due to details that I don't want to go into too deeply, the, the gentleman who was running the Discord had like a, he was having a bit of a crisis, a mental health crisis. And in the midst of it, kind of out, just he deleted the whole channel. And just all of a sudden, everybody got, I call them my misfits, all of us misfits got dispersed back out into the internet, away from this community that we all started to get attached to. And that was like my, my, now all of a sudden it wasn't about me wanting to do an event. It was about me trying to rescue as many of those people as I could. I say rescue, but you know what I mean? Because like one minute they were there and a lot of people weren't involved in the conversation. They come back to this thing they think is there and now it's gone. You know, just, just imagine you have this whole little town of people that you're used to connecting with and seeing all the time. And all of a sudden the town's been erased and you don't understand. You just went out for tea or something. Apparently you go out for tea um, and you come back and everything's gone. And I had a few people reach out to me and they were really devastated. And they said, where'd everybody go? I, you know, there's, there were quite a few people in that community that have high anxiety, have, they have abandonment problems. They have security issues. They have self, you know, self-worth challenges. Um, and to them, they felt abandoned or they felt like they were kicked out. They didn't know what happened. And a lot of people were very confused. And I reached out to as many people as I can remember the names of, like their usernames, that is, uh, and just reached out and tried to get as many as I could into this new channel that I was already nervous to create. But now I thought, you know what, this isn't about raising money. This is about just rebuilding a community as quickly as I can. And we didn't get everybody, but we got a lot, we got most of the people. And I just reached out and just kept getting as many as I could and then telling those who joined to go get those, the people that they noticed were missing and get as many people back as we can. Um... But then when they noticed the name, I had forgotten that I had the name as Extra Life 2020. Because I already pre-built the channel thinking, well, maybe, I'll think about it. Maybe I'll invite people to it. And so the people started talking. They said, why is it called Extra Life 2020? And I said, and I explained what I just talked about earlier about what I wanted to do and how this, this guy on the internet inspired me to maybe think about it and look into it further. And next thing you know, everybody says, well, what do you want to do? And I thought, all right, we're, we're doing this shit. Now, at first, I was planning just to have it a week after we started the chat, but thankfully, one of the gals, uh, her, she goes by Nicola on Twitter, uh, talked me out of doing that, and I'm glad that she did, because a week was not enough time to prepare and to make things remotely as successful. However, we did get everything done in under two weeks, much to, you know, a lot of stress in my body, in my brain, in my heart, um, but we did do it, um, which leads me to kind of what what I want to talk about in this episode. I know it took me over seven minutes to get there. Um, but I wanted you guys to have some backstory as to like where this all came from. 
and, 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 and the, the part of it about me trying to rebuild the community as quickly as possible is important because as we went through this process together, I realized it was more important for me to make it important to them and fun for them than it was to raise a shit ton of money or that it was to, you know, put so much stock in the fact that we may or may not get a ton of money um, or even be that successful. Success for me at that point, like as we progressed, was I want them to have a good time. I want them to feel good. I want them to feel like they're a part of something good. Um, and and that was the 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 wave I rode for probably the, the last week, especially uh, building up to the event. So anyway, um, we put this thing together, and just to give you some uh, some perspective. Um, we have people from in this little community we built from across the world and across the country from places like Arizona and Michigan and Cali in the middle of the you know uh, the Midwest um, to places like New Zealand and Germany and, and you know and uh, you know people from around the world and Canada and uh, you know we it's a, the time time zones are a real bitch, ladies and gentlemen, and that was probably one of our biggest challenges was coordinating enough to know when everybody was like we had a whole chart made with different time zones um, and, and where everybody was and what times they were available and when we could have them come on the show and who was going to be where when the show was ready and who was going to be there for the whole 24 hours. It was a whole crazy thing and we had people from across the world across the country people all color sides creeds you know worships you know whatever uh identities orientations um it really did feel like we assembled this really fun and energetic and charismatic and diverse and just overall good-hearted group of people in a very short amount of time and you know as i continue to talk further about what we accomplished I will say that that is a big, that was a big win for all of us, I think, that we just so happened to realize that as we all worked together on things, that we were clicking very well. And some of us only knew each other for a couple of weeks. Some of us, maybe, I think the max I knew anybody in that chat was maybe like a month and a half. And the fact that practically strangers were able to put this all together and, and rise to this occasion in such a short amount of time was just bonkers to me and so we set a goal you know we were trying to set like little mini goals and stuff and I had everybody get on board and I won't go into the ups and downs of everything but you know ultimately what I ended up doing to try to help inspire the team was you know I was team lead so I volunteered my body on the internet to get a tattoo put on it for the first and probably only time in my life if we made it to $500 because frankly I wasn't sure if we'd get the $500. None of us had a huge audience. I wasn't sure if anybody would tune in for a whole 24-hour live stream. We did assemble people from all over, but still, I mean, that's a lot. That's a lot to, to you know. And the reason I say that is because when I saw a couple people who, little people, individuals and groups who did their first um, live stream, because I went and looked in and, and checked in on what everybody did on game day and stuff, and I'd say people say like, oh, we raised $130 for our first one, or we did like $200 for our first live stream, and which is like really good if you've never done it before. You know, it doesn't seem like a lot of money, 
But, I mean, that's good if you've never done it. Like, I mean, I didn't think I'd even, you know, based on what I've shared with everybody, a lot of people I know didn't donate anything, you know, and that's okay. Times are tough right now. But, um, you know, so I just thought, you know, like, are we going to be able to even make 500 bucks in the middle of a pandemic um, as a bunch of people who don't really have much of an audience yet? I mean, I was not feeling super great about it. But again, my, my ultimate goal was not to make a ton of money. It was to make my community feel like they were part of something good. But I thought, well, I, that doesn't mean I still shouldn't try, right? So... I reached out to a bunch of different people I knew and some businesses to see if they could afford anything. And, and my chiropractor donated at one point, which was really cool. He was the reason we got over 500 eventually. And what I had done was I had said, if we get to $500, I will let the community vote on what my tattoo should be. My first and probably only tattoo in my life, which still shocks my sister to this day that I even volunteered that. And now it's going to happen. <laughs> Long story about that, but, you know, people typically... I've always been the one that doesn't drink, doesn't smoke, doesn't get tats, anything like that. So, volunteering my body for tattoos that will be there permanently, eh, the whole thing. Um, but, anyway, so I put that out there into the ether and said, look, if you guys can get 500 bucks, I will get you get a tattoo. And originally, if we got to $1,000, I was going to shave my head in, uh, in solidarity with um, chemo survivors. Um, but, uh, the $2,000 mark was I would teach a live dance lesson and one of the other uh, people that's on the stream with me named Zane would play the Epic Sax Guy song the whole time. <laughs> and, uh, so, but then I had so much requests. Once we reached that 500 mark, I had such a request for like, hey, ah, oh, man, we'd love to see the dance lesson. And I said, you know what? If you guys help us reach that $1,000, I'll switch it. I'll switch it. So that way, because 2000 at this point, because we're getting so close to the day of, I didn't think we'd make a thousand bucks in a day. And we didn't. But we did get past a thousand dollars, which means we got about, what, like almost, we got another $500 over the course of the day, just with a bunch of small donations and one one big one. And, um, which I think the big one was a hundred bucks, and then everything else was like 10, 25, 5, 1. Um, you know, which was great. That means we had a lot of donations, you know, which was so cool. And, um, so, and then we ended up making it. I mean, that's not to say that all that was because of me saying I'll teach a dance lesson. Uh, because it, when we, when we got to the event, we were already past 500 bucks. My chiropractor was the one that put us over for 500 bucks. I had an appointment and I said, Hey, listen, if you can donate anything, or if you wouldn't mind sharing it to your constituents or whatever, I don't know why I keep saying the word constituents, your clients, that'd be great. He says, well, you know what? Why don't you just send me the link and I'll donate whatever you need to get you over 500 bucks. By the time he got the link, we we're only like $50 over. And I think he was, when I told him at the time, we were like 180 bucks. So he still donated, I think, like another hundred and some dollars anyway. He could have just stopped at 500, but he didn't. He put us up to about 550, I think. Um, and so by the time the event came around, everybody was looking at the thing. They said, Adam, we're at like $500. Like that means you get a tattoo. And I was like, yep, that means I get a tattoo. And everybody was like, kind of, you know, we're having fun with it. But that, everybody seemed really excited that by the time that we started the event at four o'clock on Friday, we were already halfway to a thousand. And you know what? I can't say for sure exactly where the inspiration came from, and I don't, I don't want to sound arrogant. But there's a part of me that feels like that was like a helpful push to get everybody excited to make more money. Um, because I wanted it to seem that no matter what, if we got in there at five hundred bucks and we left at five hundred bucks. We still made 500 bucks, which is more than I think a lot of us thought that we would get. 
And then, as the day went on, and it was a long day, let me tell you, um, the numbers started climbing a little more and climbing a little more, and sometimes we would catch it and sometimes we wouldn't because we're in the middle of playing all these games and role-playing and everything. And then, I'll never forget, we got to... We were reaching the end. I think we had three hours left on the stream. And we were at nine... No, we needed like $111 or something like that. And then people were donating kind of odd numbers, like literally odd numbers. And then eventually we got to like $78. And I was like, oh man. So like in the last few hours of stream, we kept saying, oh, come on guys, please share this. Like we're so close to a thousand. We don't want to end without making a 1K mark. And then all of a sudden it was like, and, and this is like how it works. A lot of donation companies will do this is like, people are more than likely to donate money if they see that you're closer to your goal by the time that they see it. So that's why it was important to me to get us, not only to inspire the group, but to get us at least over halfway, or at least a halfway, excuse me, before the day started. Because then when people were tuning in, if people tuned in, they would see that we were already getting donations. Because if they see you start at zero, and you're the only donation, or if there's only a couple of donations, a lot of people are like, oh, well, they're not going to get their goal. Because goals are important in everything. So if they saw that we were only, if we were over halfway by the time they started watching, then it's like, oh, wow, they could make it. You know, I can help. Even my $5 may help. My $10 may help. And that's how charities do it everywhere. It's like they want you to see that they're close to their goal. Because then they just smash the goal after that. Then once you smash the goal, it's just about seeing how well you can smash the goal. You know, that's why people say, oh, you know, our stretch goal was, our final goal was 50000 but we made it to 292000 You know, and now it's just like, let's see how, how high we can crank this number up, right? So I do think that was a contributing factor to getting more donations where people saw like, oh, hey, they're already more than halfway there. But then when the donations started coming in, I was getting really excited. It was so cool to hear everybody get pumped when like donations came in and they were thanking everybody and everybody was really pumped if like they saw it was somebody that they brought in or a friend that they had that came in and watched and donated. It was a very good feeling to see everybody get so excited and, and happy. Um, but then when we got to that end, we were like $78 or something like that. And then somebody donated... I think 70 bucks uh and then we were eight dollars i think we had like two hours left or an hour and a half or something i can't remember and i was like oh come on like eight dollars and i remember adrian chimed in he goes listen i'll pay the eight dollars if we if we don't make it like we can't not have a thousand dollars uh and then uh i can't remember what the final i think the final bid was like like a 50 dollar donation or like a 60 dollar donation or something like that we ended up getting uh, over 1,000, it was 1,051 when the stream was over. Um, so we actually got a couple more donations after that. Uh, and I remember everybody was so excited. Um, and I was excited. Like at that point, it was on. Like I was unabashedly asking everybody. I said, Look, if you donate at once, just donate like another dollar. If we only need $8 to go, I was like, If eight of you donate a dollar, we got this. You know, <laughs> or four of you donate $2. Um, you know, like at that point, I was just like, come on, guys, like we're so close. You know, we just put in 24 hours day of work and 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 probably poor diet and no stretching to get you guys to do this. Um, and we were all just asking and, and then we did it and we had a little talk afterwards and we thanked everybody. And um, I could tell that everybody was feeling really excited and everybody's already talking about what the next thing's going to be. And and, um, you know, like what, what our next project's going to be and. Ah, it was just, it was such a good, you know, as, as Mr. Rogers used to say, it's such a good feeling. And, um, 
he pops up quite a bit on this show, doesn't he? Um, but <clears throat> gotta keep him alive, I suppose, in our hearts. But it was really nice. It was a really good feeling um, to do that, and uh, you know, and and now we have this community and, and this little network of people that just want to keep doing things together and support each other. And we have little pun contests, and we're always in communication and talking about playing more games together and maybe starting something that like a little support network to like support even smaller groups like us and what that'll become i don't know but here's the exciting part and here's why i wanted to record this before or after the event but before the next thing is the saturday after this episode comes comes out all of us are meeting again plus people who couldn't make it to the stream before or people who just watched but didn't know how to participate uh, and we're going to have an, a meeting and talk about what's next. What's next for Team Cares a lot. Um, and uh, I'm really excited about that because every like you know Azul, as you guys have met on the previous episodes, has been really cool about getting everybody on track with scheduling um, and picking a time for all of us. And so this Saturday for me, uh, we are having a meeting to talk about hey, what are we going to do next? What's the next jump for Team Cares a lot? And um, I think that's really cool that everybody's already like, what are we going to do next? What's the next thing? Let's do this. Um, and it makes me feel good for a lot of reasons. Um, one of the reasons is because, you know, in pandemic life, one thing that I've struggled with and that I've probably talked about in previous episodes is that I, I struggle because I am an extrovert and I love people. And for a long time, I didn't get any of that. And a lot of people didn't. But unlike a lot of people who... Uh, maybe it's not like, oh, I want to go do all these things with people. It's just like, I want to have my freedom to go where I want. They can just lock themselves in their rooms for a day or two and be fine. Where, for me, that lack of physical touch, that lack of eye contact, that lack of being in the same room and feeling someone's energy and their emotions... That's hard, you know, and, and again, I'm not trying to make it sound like I'm more soft than others because I know I'm not, but, um, but it's, it's hard when you want to always be around people and like part of your survival as a human being is to be a social creature and you don't have that. Um, and for me to have it on a little bit of an amplified level, that, that's been a challenge and adapting that to online life was really hard for me and trying to jump into Twitter and, and, and try to connect with the community was not my comfort zone at all and I was very lackadaisical with it for quite some time and now like I, I'm, I'm there like I've made it you know like it, I'm, I'm in something uh, where people know my name and, and and they rely on me and they also offer help to me and you know they it's one of the first times I've felt since I was much much younger playing like online games that I was a part of a community and it didn't feel weird you know uh, at least an online community I should say um, so that was that was that was a big win for me as, a, as an individual was knowing that not only have you create recreated this community and brought all the misfits together including yourself but they care about you and they love you and you love them um, and it feels genuine you know um, and there's a lot of 
And I mentioned diversity because I'm excited to learn about everybody. And there's a lot of different personality types and walks of life and stories there that I am just excited to dive into further. And hopefully maybe get to talk to them on the show sometime. I would love to interview some of the team cares a lot. You've already heard two of them with Adrian and Azul. And that was before we did the event. Uh, before we knew we were even gonna. Um, you know, so that was a that was a big win for me individually and personally. Uh, but it was also a win for me because... I mean, and it's going to sound a little arrogant, but I felt listened to in a way. I felt like... Because listen, the people in this community are super talented. And I would not have been able to do anything without them. Chances are they probably wouldn't be able to do more without me, if I'm being quite honest. Because um, the graphic knowledge and the marketing knowledge and the, gra- uh, the, the, the charts and the... You know, and, and, and the know-how to run streams. Like there are people that weren't on the show that still walk me through it one of which I hope I inter- I will interview soon and you know I just ran the switchboard and learned how to do all that stuff and didn't know how to do that two weeks beforehand um, but there was a big part of me that felt like man I'm really outclassed here um, but it felt good to know that or to feel I should say that the way I felt about them like listen I can't do this without you they also would express similar things to me like you know well we wouldn't be doing this without you you know and and, and it's very reassuring to know that I guess it's not common for me as much as I would like to say it is that when I express these feelings of being grateful and and appreciation and, and, and all this adoration that I give to people it's not common that I get it the same back uh, and there are a few people in my life that I know will always do it. Um, and I guess I never really asked for it, but I guess it's also still f- still feels foreign when I receive it. And it's not that I don't like compliments because I do, but I'm just not used to the quick reciprocation or similar. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Similar, uh, you know, concepts, similar uh, feelings, and. Um, so when they would say stuff like that back to me, that was a very reassuring feeling that I'm in the right place with the right people to do a good thing. Um, and I think that's something that we should all really try to be more attuned to in our lives is to pick up on those vibes and stick with them. You know, just know that you're in the right place. You're with the right people. Um, and, and it feels good. It feels good. And so now I have to plan on what kind of tattoo I'm going to get. Still figuring that out. Where I'm going to get it. If I can afford it. And then uh, and then figure out the dance lesson. And have Zane play saxophone, I suppose. So I'll keep you all updated on that, I suppose. But yeah, I just wanted to share my story with you. Well, I should say our story with you. Because it was one hell of a ride, man. And uh, we played some crazy games, video games. We played uh, fun RPGs. We debuted somebody like a, a family developer of a superhero game that was really fun. And that was really cool to support them. And then also we played this game called Everyone is John, which is absolutely bonkers and probably on YouTube somewhere at the moment. Um, it was just a good time and a lot of laughter. And I, I could see as the day went on, everybody was... As they were getting tired, they were still feeling good that we were doing something good. 
at the end of the day, I guess that's what you want. Feel good, do good. I don't think it's that hard, right? So, I guess we'll just see what, what's, what lies in store for Team Cares a Lot in the future. And I will update everyone as we go. But enough about me, let's talk about you guys. I hope that uh, if you made it this far, first of all, thank you. As always, you know that it means a lot to me. Um, and I just also want to say that, look, we're getting close to the end of 2020. It has been one hell of a year. We all know that. I know that's the understatement of the year, and you're probably tired of hearing it, but that's all I can think of. It's been one hell of a year. Um, and I just hope that you are still trying to find ways to, you know, to uh, infuse some good into this world, or at least into your own world. Because what is our world but a world made up of a bunch of, of billions of other worlds like your own individuals? And whatever way you can, man, whether you can save somebody else's world or you can work on saving your own. But either way, I hope that you're doing that and that you're feeling comfortable, that you're feeling comforted. Um, and as I always say, you can reach out to me anytime. Uh, um, Adam underscore shares a lot on Facebook. Um, Adam underscore shares a lot on Twitter. I'm also at Role Players Win on Facebook and on Twitter as well. So please reach out to me. Say hi to me. Um, I promise um, I don't bite unless you ask. Um, and even then I probably wouldn't. Um, so but seriously, if you need someone to talk to, if you're feeling alone, if you don't think you have anyone that you can reach out to, just know that sincerely I will make time for you. If you see, if you if you could see some of my Twitter messages, you know I've spent hours with people who otherwise you you may just write off because they're too frustrating or because they're you don't know how to solve their problems or whatever. But some people just want to be heard, and for me, I just want to listen, see how you're doing, and and just let you know that someone gives a shit about you. And and I know that I'm there's more than just me that does. But if you're ever in a dark moment or dark place and you think that no one else does, please know that you can always reach out to me on those. Uh, handles and I am part of a community that will support you um, and maybe I'll bring you into the fold sometime if you really want to um, also before I wrap up I do want to say too if you want to be on the show I again I, you don't have to be somebody who's got a bunch of things going and like a fortune 500 company you don't have to be like somebody with a tragic backstory I mean you don't have, I mean I just want to know you if you think you have something to offer, whether it's something social science related, psychology related, or if you just want to tell me your story of your successes, your failures, your triumphs, your tribulations, uh, whatever, you know, if you have a topic that you would like to talk about and that you can even educate us on, because we love to learn on this show, please reach out to me. I would love to have you. I, I don't care what your walk of life is. I want to learn about it. You know, I just don't just don't tell me everything. Just give me a little snippet so we can get it all out in the open on the show. Um, and I mean that. So once again, it's Adam underscore shares a lot on Twitter and Facebook. And or you can react, reach out to me at uh, Role Players Win on Twitter and Facebook. And I promise we will talk. And I would love to talk to you and interview you and get to know you and dive into that juicy brain of yours and get all the bits out and, and, and really know you and your energy and your story. So just putting that out there. Any hooser, I suppose I should probably wrap this thing up. Um, that's what he said. Uh -huh. um. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Stop that. Okay. So anyways, everyone, in the meantime, as always, I hope that you're taking care of your mind, taking care of your heart, and most importantly, 
taking care of each other.